How's everybody doing? Hopefully everybody's having a happy and blessed day on today. You tune into a new episode of Trapped in the Bubble. I'm your host, Dr. Tim Apollocky. And today's episode is a financial hustle series. We're going to bring it back. Today, it's going to do it Saturday, but sometimes there's no time like the present. So let's go ahead and get it get it out of the way. We're gonna talk about payday loans and what is paid loans really here for. Okay. Payday loans is basically a quick fix solution for many people. In the business world, they would say consumers. And it's for basically geared towards families and individuals. So let's break it down today of how the Pele loan system cycle works. Okay. First, you have to understand it's consumers, which is you, people who spend money, or I who spend money, will have to fill out a form. Back in the day when they first came, they filled out paper now they're getting high tech you know a lot of times you can actually fill the forms out from the phone from your android or ios apple phone system but what i would say to you if if you're gonna do this system have them do it in paper form for you so just in case you at least forget about the dates of when it's due what you're loaning out, the interest rates, and what your scheduled payments to pay back, I would highly suggest that you print it out at least the first couple of times. Okay, so the loan amounts kind of varies. It just really depends on where you go. Anywhere between fifty to a thousand dollars, depending on which payday loan that you go to. Basically, what happens is when you when you whatever loan that you put out, a full payment will be due on the on your next payday cycle. For most people, it's bi-weekly. Bi-weekly is basically every other week. Okay, one pay period is generally at the beginning of the week. One, I mean, at the month. Others is generally at the end of the month. Now this does not include people who get paid every week. God bless you if you're still getting paid every week. Because at least, even though your checks is lower, in some cases, you're still having money in your pocket. Okay? You're just not getting it all at once. So it's kind of being spread out. Okay? You just have to schedule your, your payments accordingly. Okay? Now, which typically the bar either has a post-dated check, which you would basically write, and then you would give it to them. They'd actually hold the check. But a lot of times now, what they're doing is they're not even they're not even getting the check from your own personal bank. They're just making up their own checks and giving you the cash. 
payday lenders usually charge an interest of 15 to 20 bucks for every hundred and that would be like an APR APR would be a annual percentage rate that is mostly used on credit cards and mortgages more than 521% on payday loans so if you so if you're paying out the crazy thing is if you're using a payday loan you're going to pay back a astronomical more fee that you would if you would go to a bank or credit union okay now i understand some people say hey i kind of need this money you know what I'm saying? I don't want to go through the hassle. I don't want to worry about if I'm going to get approved for the, a credit line or not or my credit. You know, my thing is this. Everybody needs some type of line of credit. Just start cleaning your credit up. Okay? So, at least if you're working with at least five to sixes, depending on what you want, people will loan it out, you know, anywhere between four to $500. If you go to your own personal bank, you've been banking there for a while, and you have a decent um, record with them, they'll generally loan you out, you know, certain amounts. And then also your job can be your credit. The longer that you've been on your job, it's also a form of credit. I'm going to say it one more time. The longer that you be on your job is a form of credit because it shows consistency, okay? Um... Now, let's just say if a consumer can't repay the loan by the two-week deadline, they've already steeped the price, which it grows higher. So this is where the trap comes in at on the original loan amount and financial charges, plus it'll be an additional charge. Cause, um, for example, if an average payday loan is $375, that's borrowed and the customer owes financial charges of $56.25 if they choose to roll the payday loan over to another one instead of on three seventy five, by the time you read borrow refinanced it you're looking at $431.25 okay plus Another financial charge of $64.69. So now it's $495.94. Now you took a loan originally out for $375, but it comes nearly $500 in one month. So this is how quick you can, you can get into that cycle. And generally with financial hits, generally with a lot of jobs these days, kind of cutting back on overtime, basically it forces you to where you might want. You might want to take a day off. You might have to handle something. A lot of jobs are not really giving out vacation time or time off too much anymore. And overtime is pretty much becoming a fast thing of the past. Not going to say because... President Trump's in there and he's doing it. I'm not going to say that because that wouldn't be fair to him. But I will say this has been something that's been coming for a long time. People are actually trimming the fat you know, all around. So all the companies, 
they're going to save money whenever they can. Okay? So that means for you have to come up with some alternative plans to get your financial house in order. Okay? So, I'm going to go a little bit on the history. I'm not going to go back too far, but I'm just going to go back a couple of years. Okay? The average payday loan in 2016 was $375. Okay. Now, you would loan out $375, but then it would be $56.25. Okay. So you have to understand the interest. Now, this is what we, we're going to talk about. We're going to break it down. For the interest and financial charges, it's typically somewhere could be higher and the thing about it is it could be state to state okay now state laws do regulate the maximum interest that payday loan companies can charge you now the the amount paid is calculated by multiplying a mathematical standpoint it's basically a metric system okay so f from the mathematical standpoint you would look at between 15%. 15% would be like $20 per 100. 20%. So it would look like if you wanted to write it down and you wanted to kind of figure it out for yourself, then just do 375, which would you, you alone, and you, and you would do times point two zero, which that would be 375 times point two zero, which that'd be 20%. And then that means you got to pay $56.25 to borrow from that. So the 375, okay? So your financial charges can go up to as high as $75, okay? I know that's to be true because I've experienced that, okay? So, let's break down of how the interest rate rates are calculated, okay? So, of course, how the the upper epsilons and the higher class, what they do, they make the money off the interest, okay? So, if you owe something, basically, they, they expect for you to pay the minimum payment. That could be bills, that could be credit cards, it could be utility bills. It doesn't really matter what it is. If you pay the minimum payment, yeah, it might give you like a little breather, but you're you, but you're you're just paying the interest. You're not paying the principal. Interest is just what you owe. What is calculated through a system, through a cycle. Okay. Now, the principal is basically that's what you're paying on the actual bill. Okay. So, the APR, you hear this in credit cards, mostly. You hear it more in when you finance for cars, APR. That's annual percentage rates. So, the calculations on a 375 loan do 14 equals 3.91 times 100 equals gives you... 391%. So you're paying almost 400 
and then also put the twenty dollars per one hundred, which twenty percent, which is the three seventy five. So then, if you do the five point two one times a hundred, then that's five hundred and twenty one. I don't want to go too depth into that because I don't want to lose anybody, but you have to understand everybody. The APRs are very high when it comes to lending places. So look at it like this: it would be better for you to get a credit card to loan yourself out per per pay cycle because the highest credit card available you probably be looking at that so if you had a credit card and you did a loan every two weeks it would be better to do a credit card in that connotation because if you least pay for it right back it would help your credit score okay so the payday system which is a cycle has become very addictive and very bad, okay, to the point of it has hit a lot of us, you know, it has been surveys taken online and also in person, surveys suggest that 10 to 12 million Americans, consumers, get in this cycle, so they have uh, debt relief, uh, places and counselors and classes that you can take to to kind of help you. But there's other ways that you can find some type of relief. Sometimes uh, private charities are the easiest places to try. Uh, the federal government will implement rules for several ones that they basically they can only follow, follow a, a certain criteria. Which, how much do you make? Okay, are you a family person? All that. Like, why would they have to understand that when you're the one holding the debt? Okay. Now, now while working through and you're fighting through to the end of the payday loan debit traps, consumers can also pay up to $529 in fees over a five-month period. This is just like a short term. Okay. Um... 2016, the most noteworthy was required to determine if customers could make loan payments. Uh, the CFBP proposals have not been implemented yet, so in the financial classes, I mean crisis. So you have to understand is this, when you do payday loans, you have to... Get in, get out, like a robbery. You have to have a plan going into it. I know sometimes you might have to pay. Things do happen. I understand that. You know, you might have to pay some bills, get some stuff off your back. You know what I mean? You might have to, you know, fix a car or you might have to get some money for something. I get that. Do what you got to do. But get in, get out. Don't ride it to full terms if you can. If you have, Pick up a second job. You know, get that debt off your back. Uh, for the ones who have ta taxes coming back returns this year, be responsible. Be responsible. Be responsible. If you want to go on a trip, you want to do something, fine, okay. But use some of that money and put, put four or five hundred of it up. Put it in the, in the savings. Matter of fact, put it in the high interest savings, okay? 
Let it gain interest off of it. Start having your money grow. I know the high interest savings, you know, it's a little bit, ain't too much. But you know what? Start growing. You have to get smarter. We have to get smarter. Okay? A uh, couple of tips. Also, try to borrow from family and friends. Um, I kind of I kinda go, I'm kind of like over the fence with this. I'm kind of riding it because you don't want your friends or your family relationships to be uh, messed up. If 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 they're gonna put their name, their life on the line, they're gonna give you money. Do right. If you're saying you need the money, and they give it to you, be man enough or woman enough to give that money back. Okay. First of all, you don't know what they had to do. They probably had to rob Peter to pay Paul. They probably had to take something where they really couldn't give you what you was in need. So make sure whatever it is that you're doing. And you have to borrow money from someone, okay? Pay the money back to them. At least, if you do it that way, you don't have to worry about so many fees. You don't have to worry about it hitting your credit. We're going to talk about that shortly. You don't have to be worrying about people keep calling you, calling you, calling you, calling you, calling you. And then now you you don't want to answer your phone because people are calling you, okay? Also, you can do debt management plans. Okay. Now they do say eventually create a financial crisis, which I do understand that. But the easiest way I could say this: the bills that you have monthly, write them out. Bills that you know that you had to pay every time you get paid, write them out. Okay. And list who it is, what it's for, and your money that you had to pay. Okay. And then on your minor bills, they're not going to go away. I'm just going to tell you this now. They're not going to go away. So you want as well, you, you want as well need to uh, start paying them, okay? Even it's just, I'm going to give you a quick and easy financial plan to pay something back, okay? You might not be able to do 100 You might not be able to do 60 okay? But do something. Do $5, do $10, do $20, do $30, do something and start paying consistent. And then when you get the extra, you just pay it off, okay? So we have to get, you know, in a better financial um, position, okay? I'm like this, local charities and churches have hit somewhat of a financial bubble most churches nowadays are not going to help you i'm just going to keep it real most churches nowadays are not going to help you and then the few ones then the ones that's actually like fronting to be churches what i mean by that is and then they're operating as a church as a corporation they're going to have you fill out different forms they're going to want to know where you work where you stay all this all that so you know it's gonna be it's gonna be stressed. So I would advise you if you come across a church entity to where they want so much information about you. I understand for they little forms they have to do, but when it when it goes to the point of when you are filling out applications at a church to get some kind of assistance, you as will take it and go to a payday loan. Okay, so 
Now, who who does, before we wrap it up, you know, you have to get, you have to understand something. Community banks and credit unions. The regulations allow local generally banks and credit unions to have easier payment plans than national banks. You could do a loan as low as 10, 12%. Compared to 400 to 500%. Okay. If you're still have finding uh, problems with sources of money, go online. Look at the interest rates. It could be 35 to 6% on the rates. You know, so if you look at it, you know, I hate to say it, but this day and time, credit card uh, percentages is way lower than payday. Uh, by a long shot Bank loans If you can get one Or credit union loans It's way cheaper Than a payday loan Okay At least if you do it at your bank You can build your credit Or if you have some money Loan against your money Because then If you loan against your money Then you're paying yourself back That's how the rich people do it They 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 take some of their money They loan against their money And when, when they pay their money back they're paying it back to them. And it's also building their credit. Okay. Just a, a financial tip. Okay. So. We have to understand. Now. Who does the payday loans? Who do they target? Do they target military? Do they target low income? Who do they target? Okay. So, this is just a few people that they will target. Okay, so, payday loan lenders prey on people, not P-R-A-Y, but P-R-E-Y, on people in desperate economic situations. Uh, members of the military, anyone else who has limited credit or resources. Payday loans got their name because they are structured around people who receive a paycheck back in the day, uh, basically in the late 60s, early 70s, you know, early 80s, during that time period, they were pretty known as loan sharks or hitting numbers type. You know what I'm saying? So they just found the legal way to do it. That's That's all it is. It was illegal back in the day, but then they found a legal way to do it. Because you know what I'm saying? Uncle Sam got to get his. You know what I mean? So. You know, you're basically trying to get a paycheck advance. Pretty much. They used to use that term back in the day too. So basically, you're trying to get future money that you have not used yet. To use it for today. To survive today. So you can get to that point. Okay. Basically, you have to understand nowadays payday loans are getting smarter. They're getting very smarter. So you have to, it's a tool, but you have to know how to use that tool, okay? So 80% of payday loans get rolled over to your credit report for at least seven years. And all, and then it eliminates, it drops off. Okay, another penalty 
other people kind of do is like say you don't go and you forget about it. I'm not going. Well, they have a link to your bank account and it has to be linked to a bank account. Okay. So if you don't go by the date or you don't call them, what they can do is they have they have permission to go into your bank account and take the money. They don't care if you have the money in there or not. And then that, then you got to deal with balance fees and all the other stuff. And, you know, it's crazy. So the long-term effects, it can damage your credit score. Uh, a lot of the, the payday loans do report to the three major credit bureaus okay so that's uh, acrofax that's tra trans union and i forget the third one but basically all the big boys anytime that you want to run and get a house you want to run and get a car you want to get a credit card get some type of line of credit these are people that that they report to and so think about it is try not to stress over your financials okay Try different ways of making more money. Try ways of eliminating your debt. Okay. Try to get other streams of income. You most definitely don't want just one source of income. Okay. One person, I know it could be kind of, you know, seasonal. Uh, in the spring or summer, cut grass, do some yard work. Uh, winter, you could probably shovel s snow. Um, some ideas, hey, you can do an Uber. Uh, a lot of people, you can be delivery. So it's just technology has made it easy for us to make money. And you have to think outside the box. You have to have a plan for your life. You know what I'm saying? You know, you got to have a plan for a life or someone's going to plan your life for you. You may not like how they plan it for you but you have to have a you have to have a plan you have to think outside the box you can't think like a drone you have to think ahead with your life think chess not checkers play life with chess don't do it with checkers so even with your jobs don't stay where you at just like one of my managers had talked to me the other day said tim he was like Hey, don't stay with where you at. You always got to do better. And sometimes we get stuck in a moat, in a rut, to where we, we get used to just staying where we at. Think about it is times changing. Times are changing. Things are changing. So you can't stay the same. At some point, you will have to reinvent yourself. At some point. Could be career-wise. It could be economically could be your family it could be spiritual wise but at the end of the day you're gonna have to think smarter especially about your money reason being is you can't do nothing out here without it so just like my mother used to say to me hey some money to the bank is better than no money to the bank and my grandmother used to say she was like hey Put some money up, even if it's just $10, you know, start saving your change. Then my uncle used to say, hey, he said, pay your debts, pay your bills, get you some, some residual income, get you some real estate, get you some stocks, get you some bonds, start diversifying your stuff, okay? So you have to plan, 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 plan. Um, 
I had another uncle that used to say that you can plan. You don't have to plan. I, I want to make sure I'm saying this one right. Okay. He said that when you plan something, you have to plan, but you don't have to pl plan to fail. So, so basically, you don't have to prepare to, to, to fail. You don't even have to plan for it. But if you want to be successful and you make plans and you start executing and you start going for it, nine times out of ten, it's gonna, you, it's gonna, it's gonna help. And when people see that you're really trying to do something, they'll help you. So, with this podcast, I know it was a little different today with the financial hustle series. We generally we're gonna put it back on Saturdays pretty soon, but I wanted to do this because of we starting to get into the tax season and we, we have to get in a better financial position. So love you guys. I talk to you soon. I, I thank thank the ones that listen to the podcast. I love you guys. Y'all motivate me to continue to move forward. So if you don't believe in yourself, believe in God. I talk to you soon and I'm out.